Welcome to the All In Design podcast, the podcast that dives a little deeper into the world of UX. My name is Lindsay and I'm a content designer at Kindred, coming to you from London. We'll be joined by UX professionals from around the world to talk about their experiences, challenges and advice when working in the world of UX. Today I'm joined by Eric Ness, who is a senior product designer here at Kindred. Eric has been at Kindred for a year and a half, and I know this because we joined pretty much at the same time back in late 2020, right in the middle of the pandemic. So we've been on our Kindred UX journey together, and this week is quite a momentous occasion as this is the first time we are actually meeting in person. Eric is based here in Stockholm and I'm visiting for the week, and I'm normally based in the London office. So it feels really great to be able to sit down with Eric today and talk about our experience working together in person. So welcome to the podcast, Eric. Thank you very much. And yeah, great to be here. It's going to be fun to reflect on my experience as a product designer working with you as a content designer. So as Eric mentioned, I'm a content designer at Kindred and we've worked on quite a few projects together. So we thought it would be good to share our experiences of how we've collaborated in the past. But before we go into details, I just want to caveat that we are both by no means experts on this. We are constantly learning and evolving how we work together and how we also work with other product designers and content designers here at Kindred. So before we get stuck into how content designers and product designers can work together, I think it might be best to give a quick overview of what each discipline does. So I think it's only fair that the guest goes first. So Eric, do you want to go and describe your job as a product designer? Absolutely. Putting here, me on, here on the spot. But, uh, but yeah, product design for me is the process where we as designers use to cater for both user needs as well as business goals when designing the user experience of a product. And uh, I would say that working with product design, you're a part of the, an entire product lifecycle. With that, I mean from early problem definition on what you want to solve, for who, and what business goals you want to achieve by solving this problem. Then you head on to ideation, where you explore on how we can solve a problem, usually by creating concepts that we later can do run usability tests on with potential end users, basically to understand if you're heading in the right direction or not. And then once a design solution is in place, work continues by creating design documentation as well as working in close collaboration with developers during implementation. And yeah, to give more detail about product design, there are a lot of, there are several roles that falls under the umbrella term product design, such as UX designers, UI designers, graphic designers, even user researchers. And then we also have the role called product designer that I'm working as. And for me, product designer's role is quite flexible and can be likened with a full stack designer. It's usually a multidisciplinary designer who does parts of traditional UX or traditional UI and graphic design work, but often with an in-depth expertise in one or two of the areas. Perfect. Thanks, Eric. And in terms of content design, the best place to start is with so with the misconception that content design is just about words and then putting those words into wireframes. In fact, that's actually quite a small percentage of our, our actual role. So in terms of content design, I think the best way to think about it is, is it's a way of thinking about how to design content in a way that best serves the end user. So we focus on things like usability and accessibility, whilst always keeping in mind the user journey. You can't really guide the user if you don't know what came before and what will come afterwards. Uh, as well as that, we use research and, and data to support what the user needs. And then we work out ways that content can help support those needs. 
Also, what's really important as a content designer is that you really need to, to understand the language that users use so we can connect with our users through our product. I say it's important to note that as a content designer, you can write the best copy in the world, but if the design and the function of the page doesn't meet the needs of the user, then you're kind of wasting your time. So therefore, a good relationship between content designers and product designers is really key. So Eric, what would you say a great product and content design collaboration looks like? I guess to me, good collaboration is uh, having both content designers and product designers as uh, part of each phase of the design process which for us is understand, create and develop. Yeah, I think that is really important because there's been a number of times where I've been brought into a project in the last phase to just add content. And at this point, there's not a lot I can do as the designs have often been finalized and it's just a case of adding words in. So as a content designer, that is really not great <laughs> and very frustrating. Yeah, I can see that uh, why that is frustrating. So yeah, have you a part of the understanding phase we could kickstart the project together and uh, define the problem we want to solve and for who, collect insights that help us make informed decisions for the solution and create business goals that we want to achieve with this. Yeah, totally agree. Content design is being part of the understanding phase is key because you can't start writing and creating content if you don't understand those user problems and user needs. Exactly. Then in the create phase, we should iterate, create design concepts together in Figma to make the whole process much more collaborative. We can share ideas and question things together. Yeah, and this is probably one of the parts that I enjoy the most. When I first started working content design, it was probably the scariest part as a content designer, having not really used design tools that often. So if you are new to Figma, it is important to just get stuck in and at this part of the project, it feels like you have input and that's really important. Yes, absolutely. And then here as a product designer, I would say it's important to help and make a content designer feel comfortable in working in the design tool that you're working it and in the design that you're creating. But yeah, to continue on our design process after the understanding phase and creating concepts, we would then try to validate this by doing usability testing with potential users to ensure that our proposed solution can solve the stated problem. And it is at this point we get our user researchers involved. Yeah, I think having both of us analyzing the user test results is a great way to work because I might listen to a test and pick up on some things and then you might miss them and then vice versa. So I think it's really important that, yeah, when we work with user researchers, we're both there together to, to analyze. Yeah, I totally agree on that. And you would probably look at the research with your content hat on and me with my product design hat on. So as you said, pick up uh, different things. So it's exactly. really great to have both analyzing the results. But once we have done that, we would have the same solution in place to create design documentation and move over to the developed phase and begin to work closely with developers to support and ensure that the intended design is implemented successfully. I think sometimes at this point, content design is kind of a bit forgotten about, but actually I think it's something that, that they really should be involved in more because it's often left to the product designers, but in reality, content designers are important at this stage because they can be there to ensure that all of the right uh, text is being used and also they're there gathering translations, so ensuring the translations have been put in place in the, in, and in the right place. Yeah, that's actually a good point for, because both me as a product designer and you as a content designer have a big stake in the final output. 
Yeah, so I think a key takeaway here is that content and content designers should be involved from the very beginning. It, it helps valida validate UX designs. Using content from the very beginning helps us recognize if there are any sort of design constraints. And also it eliminates the need for, for text such as lorem ipsum or dummy text. Because there have been instances in the past where I've seen dummy text ending up um, in the final solution that's already been handed over to the devs. So just making sure content designers are involved early just makes that whole design process a bit more streamlined, which is only a good thing for, for everyone involved. Moving on to one of the first projects that we worked on together at Kindred, that was implementing MFA. So for those that don't know, MFA is short for multi-factor authentication. And there were some definite learnings from this project. Um, it was the first time we had both worked together. It was the first major project that we worked on at Kindred. And we were also working with another product designer who had been at Kindred for quite a number of years. And at this point in time, product designers didn't exist within Kindred. We had UX architects, we had UI designers, and Eric was a UI designer. And the other member on the team was a UX architect. And then we had myself, who was a content designer. Um, and I think one of the main issues that we had from the very beginning is that we didn't take that time out before we started to really identify how each of us preferred to work. Things like, do we want to have daily stand-ups? How do we like to receive feedback from each other? Do we just want to drop each other a note on Teams or... Do we want to pick up the phone and call each other and have a, an online discussion? So identifying those things before you start is, uh, is definitely something that we've started doing as we've moved on to different projects. And as I said, we had the three different disciplines working together. And I don't, I don't know about you, Eric, but I definitely think that we should have been collaborating a bit more. We were very much at this point working in silo. So we ended up with content screens, UI screens, UX screens, and it, it all got very messy which led to issues when, when any updates were needed or if we had iterations from when we did user testing, we were then having to go through all these different screens and try and work out which bits of content we needed to update or which bits of the design we needed to change on all these different screens. So it's very muddled and confusing at times. Uh, I don't know if you, Eric, have any other learnings from that project. Yeah, and I can only agree with you what you said, that uh, it was almost kind of a mess. There was things all over the place. And as you said, UI screens, UX screens, content screens, and anytime updates were needed, it was just so unnecessarily time consuming. It could have been much more smoother if we would have uh, collaborated more closely together at the same time, rather than working in silo, as, as you mentioned. So as part of this, uh, I think to add on top of your comments is that uh, working with components, local components in your uh, design files is a key takeaway here that uh, this could save you a lot of time if you have components for uh, for a different part of a design solution. Make it easier for a content designer to, to go in and change a bit of the content that automatically updates all of the design screens in a different part of the design file. That's one thing that I would say is very important to to do in your in your work. And then as well, just housekeeping. As mentioned, we had UX screens, we had UI screens, mm. we had native, we have web, we have so much screens all over the place and some were just concepts some were about to be the final solution uh, so just keep your design files clean have statuses of what's in progress what's done to make it easy for everyone looking in the same file basically to to see yeah what the status is and then now with with great features such as outer layout make sure to utilize that to make it easy for a content designer to go in and edit without being afraid of breaking uh, anything in design. Uh, so 
with all the layouts, you can type in anything or add anything you want and the layout will just adjust automatically. So utilize that, it will help out and save a lot of time for everyone involved. Yeah, definitely. And I think just mentioning components again, having worked on a number of projects since this, having those localized components has just been an absolute game changer, especially mm. for a content designer. I can imagine. Having had this project, we, we finished off with a retro, which is where we got all of these learnings from. So I think making sure that when you've worked with a, a content designer and product designer and you've worked on a project, it's key to have those retros assess all of the things that went well and what didn't work so well. Even if you think you had amazing collaboration, it's still really important to go back and, and have a look at the project and see what you could have done better because, you know, we have to keep evolving and learning. That's really important. So that was one of the first projects that we ever worked on. And now we have a new opportunity to work together, having moved into various different teams and working on different products across the business. Our current focus is now to improve the design system documentation, which is now including things like content guidelines as well as, as visual designers. So I don't know if you want to give a, a bit more details on what we've been up to recently. Absolutely. So the background to this project is that uh, at the moment, our design system is very systematic and development oriented. And with that, I mean, it's uh, much towards our developers to basically understand how to use the components we have available in the design system. So our aim is to make the documentation more inclusive and more intuitive for our content and product designers. And uh, so far, our experience working uh, and collaborating with each other is coming in handy as we are conducting market research, take part in workshops and uh, documenting in Figma together. And we're now about to start producing documentation templates that now have a strong focus on content design. From our learnings, we know that we need to be both involved from ideation to creation and uh, collaborate closely to each other throughout the whole process. And yeah, very happy to be working with you again and uh, to see where this project goes. I think it'd be great to finish the session with some advice. Everybody loves a bit of advice, but just to mix it up a little bit, I think, Eric, it'd be great if you could speak to the content designers who are listening, hopefully listening. Um, as a product designer yourself, any advice you would give to them when working with product designers in their own team? No, I think uh, one of the main things to, well, one of my suggestions is to have an open communication line and be open about how you prefer to work and basically say, if you have any ideas on how to improve uh, our ways of working, then just be open about that. That uh, will help both the product designer and the content designer in the long term. Yeah, and be open with new ideas uh, that a product designer might have good knowledge on how to speed up the working process in, in the design tool. So just be open and uh, explore new ways of working. And uh, if possible, work in the same context as the product designer. Figma have changed the game for collaboration between disciplines there as you can in the same design file, both work on content and design, product design at the same time. And uh, I would also suggest uh, to not be afraid of creating a visual design, not just produce copy, but create wireframes or even UI designs. And me as a product designer can then be of help of uh, doing that fine tuning, spacing and styling and adding components from our design system to make it more in line. And then if possible, if you're interested, learn how to create components, both visuals and copy. Um, this, as well as mentioned before, saves a lot of time in the long run. It makes it so much easier to 
go back and do iterations on your work. Oh, thanks, Eric. I think that's some great advice that hopefully the content designers listening will find really useful. Um, so from my side, I think the advice I would give to product designers who are working closely with content designers on their team, I think the first thing is to start by giving them editing access and helping them feel comfortable editing the designs. Um, when I first started, I was definitely afraid to start messing around with wireframes and afraid that I would break something. So yeah, I think it's on the product designer to, to help the content designer feel comfortable working in Figma. And speaking of Figma, helping us out, we may not know the design tool as much as you. I know from my past experience, I had never used Figma before. Um, so having Eric's guidance and help really, really supported me in terms of growing my knowledge of Figma and just making me feel more confident in using it. And then again, we've mentioned this a number of times, but it is really important, including content from the beginning. We can add so much more value than just writing copy. And then finally, the most important, I think, is please don't ask us to write copy in the comments section of Figma. That really isn't going to help anyone. As a content designer, we really want to see our content in the designs so we can really see how it looks and feels within the design. And then we could identify some issues if perhaps the content isn't really fit for purpose within that design. So don't ask a content designer to work in comments. That's a big no from us. But yeah, I think just to wrap things up, like any good relationship, communication is key. So to all the content designers, product designers out there, keep talking to each other, keep sharing ideas, and you can't go wrong. So thanks for joining me, Eric, and I will see you in London next month where we can keep collaborating. Yes, thank you for having me. And yeah, looking forward to coming and visiting London next month. On the next episode, I'll be talking to Ash Clay, the head of UX here at Kindred. We'll be getting to the heart of what UX really is and discussing why your business should care about user-centered design. So if this sounds like something you want to learn more about, join us next time on the All in Design podcast. See you there.